Welcome to another edition of Catching Up with Tommy Mac here on 1010XL's podcast platform, right here in the 1010XL podcast studios. Check us out online at 1010XL.com. Uh, don't forget to download their app as well, and you can listen to this show live, and you can listen to it archived, et cetera, et cetera, all the great content that is done right here at 1010XL. Of course, we're live on Facebook 1010XL's Facebook and my own personal Facebook. Good morning, good afternoon, I mean, to everybody. Fresh out off the press of Jaguars today that I do every Friday from 10 to 12 noon. The show brought to you by my good friends at Chris Lucero Bail Bonds. Was AA Bail Bonds. I told you his story. He came in, shining light, in a moment of darkness for a family friend. Boom, took care of the situation, got that person out of jail ASAP, and, of course, took care of business for them. And that's – look, you, you never want to have to call Chris or, or any of his team. But if you do, uh, he's – and you are in that situation. He's the best. And uh, I know him personally. He's a great dude, and he's going to do great things for you uh, when you are in the most time of need. 904-822-BAIL. That's 904-822-BAIL. The number one name in the bail game. Also brought to you by j Dog Junk Removal. Veteran owned, which I love, of course. And uh, hey, man, they can take care of all your removal needs and not just your junk. So make sure you check out j Dog Junk Removal and... Uh, Hey, look, when you need their services, they're one of the best. Like, I met their team. Most of them are all military. And they're just salt of the earth. They do what they say. They're going to get the job done right. And, of course, I'm uh, I'm proud to always represent a veteran-owned business and also brought to you by the Carbon Man Home of LVP Luxury Vinyl Planking. All right, just real quick, the dad bods tonight playing at the Island Wing Company in Bartram Park. Uh, it's going to be a great time. We take the stage at 8. Looking forward to that. We switch up the set list a little bit and added a few songs. That's going to be cool. Uh, we'll be rocking and rolling for you, putting on our best efforts. Mondays, I get to go out to OTAs and part of the alumni groups, uh, meet the coaches, talk to coaches, stuff like that, see the players. So looking forward to that. You know, uh, uh, Graham Marsh, who's here, good morning or good afternoon, Graham. How are you, pal? Hello, sir. Fantastic. You doing How good? are you? Yeah, I'm doing oh, good. Yeah. Big time. It's Friday, baby. Friday, yeah, and then Saturday, Sunday. What? Uh, yeah, exactly. I love Friday, no doubt about it. We were talking about OTAs. I mean, look, it's the, you know, it's a doldrum. It's not the doldrum. It's, look, it, it, as a player that had to make the team, OTAs are very important. They, they are. As somebody trying to evaluate the team, I don't know. I, I just don't put too much stock into it because, look, do they look fast? Yes, they look fast. That's great. Everybody's got to be fast. They they completing passes, yes, it's great. They should be completing passes. Do the DBs look great? They're breaking on the ball, great. You know the reaction times, great, great. That's great. But without any you know serious hitting or pads or anything, I mean they they have value. There's no doubt. But I'm not part of the hype. You know that goes along with everybody feels good about their team right now for the most part. Maybe not to win a title like we feel we have. We're in position to maybe make that run. And I think we are too. I just, I just, I just pull the reins back a little bit. I want to see it. I want to see it. Am I excited about this team? Of course I am. But I got to see it happen on the field when it really counts. Guys running around in shorts and helmets. Hey man, you got to do it. It's part of the business, part of your gig, and uh, part of your job. And you, you got to be in shape. And the guys that are trying to make an impact, this is, yeah, it's big. It's very important for you to do something to look good. Uh, maybe it's in coverage. You know, I will tell you this, seven on seven has tremendous value for the defense, especially 
that you know the routes, coverage, everything. No, there's no pressure, so you you know you obviously have a little disadvantage there. Um, but they don't let this. They don't let the QB sit back there forever either. They're going to blow the whistle if he doesn't throw it after a few few seconds. Uh, but there is a lot of value in seven on seven, just because the the mental aspect. Coverages change, you know. Motion changes. Your guy changes. You could go from having number three to being the two weak side just by the motion, you know, going to the other side. You know, remember just, you got to know everything that's going on. Remember in the Super Bowl when uh, the Chiefs ran their little motion play, mm-hmm. where they'd have Kadarius Tony coming in like he's about to come across, yep. and then he would jet right back. Yeah, yeah. Out. We Jamal did that. Yes. Yep. That type of stuff, I feel like, is. Where you can get coached Tiny. up in seven on seven. That that's time. Yeah. Oh, when you can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. Well, again, and and look, it, the defensive coaches are putting it in perspective. You know, there's no rush. We get that, but it's more about I got to know that these guys know exactly where they're going on every single snap. They there there can't be any doubt. And we knew Devin Lloyd last year struggled with that a little bit. Yeah, he should be better at that this year. They all should be better at all the communication, all the terminology. That's what's nice about this year. You don't have to learn new terminology. You know, although the plays may be the same or similar on other systems and whatnot, it's that terminology that may change. You just gotta memorize. I mean, that's basically what it is. You gotta memorize your playbook. You gotta know all everything that's involved. So that that is where uh, you know the the true value. So then, when you when you get to training camp, you hit the ground running. You do start back at the beginning. At least we did, right? We'd go back to the basics. Like that first day of training camp, we're running four three base. You know, over under cover two, cover three, maybe man on occasion. Then the next day, they're going to implement nickel. You know, then dime, and then all of a sudden, you're just running all of it. And after maybe the first four or five days, but and they that's- do. That's true for any level of football. Yeah, yeah. And you start from the beginning. It's even true. high school starts yeah. from starts right. here, and you kind of build it you as build the it. make sure everybody days and you weeks. Know, because yeah. again, the less you think, the better you're going to play. Period. You can't be thinking out there. You got to be playing out there with just knowing what the hell is going on. All right, the uh, Nuggets go up one nothing. Did you watch the game last night at all? The, against I did. the Heat? Did you? I How did. was it? Good game. I didn't watch any of it. Uh, we just decent. moved, so I didn't. I don't have my TV set up yet. I should have it set up today. But you know, it was unbelievable. Yeah. At the end of the first quarter, yep. The Nuggets are up nine. Okay. Okay. So pretty dominant first quarter. They're yeah. up nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jokic took one shot. Ooh. He took one Ooh. shot in the first quarter, and it was with like three seconds left in the mm-hmm. first quarter, mm-hmm. and they were up nine. Well. I That's saw what just, Jimmy Butler said. Uh, we got to we got to get we got to drive to the basket more. But he only had two free throw attempts, so I don't think he was driving that much. The, the Heat in general only had two. Okay, total. It was, it was an it, it was an NBA playoff record for wow for uh, that little free. What were they the, just the standing outside? They afraid of Dokic in the middle or what? They wouldn't get to him or couldn't. I think penetrate? the it's jo- is it Jokic or Dokic? Dio's- Jokic. Jokic with a J though, right? J O K I C. Jokic. Sorry, the heat. Jokic. The heat did shoot a lot of threes, and they 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 do shoot a lot of threes as a team. Yep. yep. But I I mean, two free throws is insane. That what that really means is that the Nuggets are doing a really good job of not fouling. Right. They're they're getting to their position early. Mm-hmm. It's just like football. If you get beat, there's a much better chance that you're going to commit a pass interference or whatever. Right. Right. But if right. you're in position or and you get your yeah, work yeah, done you early have to do the foul right you're going right. to be in better position and yep. you're going to be able to play more clean defense the same thing totally the, the nuggets just did a really good job of just playing clean hard defense without yep. fouling and well, getting it looks like and, they uh they've been practicing pretty hard they take game one i i think that he got to take 
the next game or it's it's over. Maybe not a sweep, but they're not they don't have a chance to win. The problem is at some point in this series because they don't have home court, they're going to have to win in Denver at some point. Yeah, I think they. And I thought last night was their best shot. I thought it was too. Like you'd think they would have a shot, thinking that the Nuggets may be rusty, but doesn't sound like they were very, very rusty. The tough part was how easy it was for Denver. Yeah, they weren't even. It wasn't even like a tough game. Yep. Like when when the Nuggets. Yeah, no, it was pretty easy from the from the looks of it. Like the Nugget, when the Nuggets were beating the Lakers, I know they swept them, but yep. every game was, was like contended close, yeah. and like the Nuggets yep. really had to fight. Like game yep. one, they didn't have to do anything. No, I <laughs> it's know. like I know. Well, listen, they're a confident team. They're loaded and uh, they're well coached. That's for sure. We'll see what happens. Uh, the uh, NBA is going to wait till after the series to decide what they're going to do with Ja Morant and uh, the suspension looming. You know, I'll just say this. Um, I'm all for freedom or whatever, you know, as long as you're not hurting nobody or yourself. But you represent that NBA shield, man. And if they don't like, it's too bad. Don't give me this freedom. Hey, he's allowed to do it. Well, yeah, he is in our country allowed to do that. But that doesn't mean his employer has to put up with it. Right. I mean, doesn't have to. I mean, people make these comments like, oh, it's freedom this, freedom that. Well, there are, you know, repercussions to some of those things that you call freedom. Him being one, being suspended. Yeah, they should have suspended him. I've always hated what was that he doing? That's not a good image for the NBA. What, what are you saying? Like, hey, I'm a young NBA stud and now I'm, you know. No, we, we're, not, we're not advocating that. So I'm all for I've always, I've always hated NBA. that logic. Yep. Because it's like, oh, well, it's legal. Okay, well, it's legal so for me to be late to work. Right. I don't think my employer's going to be very happy. You right, know what I mean? Right. Like, no, I'm not right. going to jail because I'm right. late to work, but my work's going to be pretty damn pissed. Conduct detrimental to the team, conju- to- conduct detrimental to the league. Yeah. Those things are very important when you're a professional football player, even collegiate, and even down to high school, too. I mean, you're representing that that shield, and you've got to represent it in the light they want you to represent it in. And, and they're not job. trying to sit there to tell you you can't do what you want, but you can't do that. And with Jaw, this is not an isolated incident either. No, it's a second. Or so third you can't one or one? you can't play dumb of oh I didn't know or yeah, like right right. He literally got got in trouble for this same exact thing right. more than once. Yeah, and he's had other incidents too that are not this, but other, just other stuff. And it's right. like, dude, you got to go get shoot it together, a rap man. video and they won't care. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like just to make it a hey, I'm just in this guy's video. It's so big. I don't know. You know, they may not like that either. But that's the point. I might you know look again, at the end of the day, he represents the NBA. And the, and they the can other, say what they want. If they don't like that image, then they're gonna be like, "Look, you can't." It's so different than remember when the players used to do the. Yeah, the, the NFL didn't want that. They're yeah. like, "No, we don't like that. We don't like that." What does that mean? You're, you're dead. We're gonna kill you. You're gonna cut your head off. You're slicing somebody's throat. I know what it means. It doesn't mean anything. But the 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 idea of it, the image of it, no, nobody. They didn't want this. So what did they do? They banned it. Yeah, they Fred, they ruled it out. Fred Taylor's kid. Kelvin Taylor, yeah, played running back for the Gators. Yeah, right. Yeah, he scored a touchdown. And he did, and he did that. Yeah, he did the throat slash. And Jim McElwain was the coach back then. And he destroyed. Yeah, I remember him on that. The side. Well, Fred, him. Freddie would do it, but look, it wasn't. I'm not trying to say they were doing it maliciously. The NFL just didn't like the yeah. look of it, so they're like, "No, you're not doing that." It's we're an image that. thing, and you, it's an image thing. Same. Just like Ja, it's an right. image thing. So he, he's he's young though, isn't he? A young kid. He is. And 20, what, how old is he? Uh, I would say Jaws. Probably close to my age. He's probably he's probably twenty five. Yeah, early to mid twenties. Yeah, um, yeah, he should start maturing pretty soon. Though. And the thing about Jaw is like, fair or not, yep. Jaw is one of the young guys that's considered a future potential face of the league. I agree. When LeBron retires Agreed. and Kevin Durant retires, and when those guys are done, yep. 
he's part of that next group. Agreed. That's supposed to be the face of the league. And right. with all the foreign stars that are in the league now, right. he's the main American guy. Good the point. other two main guys, right. the other three main guys are probably Embiid, right. Jokic, right. and Giannis. And Steph, Steph yeah. is kind of older. He's with the LeBron. No, right. Yeah, age. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jaws, the youngest American guy. Right. And you know, like, there's nothing wrong with the foreign guys, but the American guys, they, they connect with yeah. the American youth a little bit differently. Yeah. It, it's, it's like he's got to be smarter, man. Yeah. He's, he's not a role guy that plays ten minutes a game. Well, like he's can't Joffrey do that. You Moran. can't do that. If, you just can't do that. Oh, hundred percent. But I'm it. saying like his punishment's him. probably harder, given harsher, given that it's John Morant. But that's justified in my opinion. Yeah, and it's multiple times. So yeah, exactly. You know, it's like you got to be you smarter. Do something man. you just can't do that. I mean, you know what? Back in the day, those are the guns you'd show. Go lift some weights. <laughs> be good for you but i know a lot of people out there like well it's freedom i'm like yeah but at the same time there's ramifications to some of that like this you can say whatever you want in this country doesn't mean you know that i have to believe in it or agree with it or you know could give two craps about that. and it doesn't mean that just because something is legal in a court of law right that it's acceptable in the eyes of your employer right those are two different things i agree when you get financial gain from somebody they get to dictate more of what you can and can't do. In that type of setting, totally. And totally. it's not, it's also not just the NBA. It's Nike, too. Nike's got a huge deal with Jaw. Yeah. Nike's sitting here like, what are you doing, dude? Right, right, right. Like, right. we endorse yeah. you. Not telling you who to hang out with. Not telling you what, you know, you can live your life the way you want to live it, but you got to protect the image. You just can't be an idiot, man. Got to have the right image. No doubt about it. Well, hopefully uh, he gets that figured uh, figured out quick. You know, I was going to talk about this on Tuesday because it came out, but I just want to address it so... This Jimmy G situation for the Raiders is very interesting. So he couldn't have passed. First of all, he had foot surgery after they agreed to the contract. They had to have known that he was going to have it, I'm sure. Uh, He wouldn't have been able to pass the physical, so he signed a waiver release, uh, which means if he doesn't pass a physical, that whole deal could be done, like like not even happen and not be a Raider, Um, which is kind of odd, I think. I mean, I've never been in that situation as a player, but – I mean, I don't know. I mean, why not? Why do you wait so long for the surgery? I mean, that's number one. I mean, maybe just found it. Maybe just happened. Uh, by the way, Brian Hoyer is there. How many years has Brian Hoyer been in the league? Guess. Uh, you have the answer, and I'm yeah. guessing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you have the answer, I'm guessing. Yes. Which time? Uh, nine? Going into his 15th year. Oh, my God. I know. When I saw that, I was like, now that's a nice gig, man. 15 years Good in the Lord. NFL. As a QB, is he the new? Sweet. Is he the new Ryan Mallett? Yeah, or the new um, Chase Daniel? Yeah, right. You just Ooh. just go from team Mike to team. Mike Tomczak played eighteen years or nineteen years and, and started a little bit and backed up most of the time. There's nothing. That's a great career. And by the way, you know this too. Every extra year you get, that yeah. pension gets a little sweeter. Oh, absolutely. And that's why I always kind of you know chuckle when I hear you know people in the media like oh that's just a guy you know like that guy played 15 years in the league no is he a stud quarterback no but what a great career you kidding me I'd love to play 15 years in the that's also you league. you know this better than most people that's harder to accomplish than people think it is without a doubt a lot of people think that these guys like CJ Beathard is a good example yeah like a lot of fans probably think that a guy like Beathard just kind of sits around and plays some no, catch on the sidelines. No, you got to value. Big value is a backup. It's like, bro, if the coaches don't think that you are contributing something right. and if they don't think that they can trust you yep. in case of emergency, yep. you're not there, dude. Well, think you about think this. There's not, you think there's not 
hundreds of right. quality backup QBs that would love a deal. Think about this. You're especially when you have a young QB, but regardless, you have your starter. Who is he going to go to first after he gets, you know, ripped by the coach? He's going to go to his second string QB. I'm like, man, SB. And then the QB, what does he have to do? He's got to calm him down. Hey, man, don't worry about that. Let's look at what you see. Because they see, they watch the same film. They're in the same room. They may not be able to do it physically, but mentally they know exactly what should happen. I mean, I, I, I always say this. Those grunt players like myself, they make the best coaches. You know, not the superstars. The guys that you may not be able to do it physically, but you know how it's supposed to look. That's what Doug was. Right. You, you know exactly how it's supposed to look. You know, so that's why those back. Look at Chad Henney. Made a great career for himself, being a backup. And what, what does it mean? I'm here to support my starting QB first and foremost. Then when you need me because he's injured or having a crappy game or whatever, I can step in and you can count on me to not lose the game. I may not win it for you on, the, on my back, but I can't lose it for you either. That's why the backup QB is such a huge part. That's, that's a grunt position. That's part of the glue I always talk about, right? You got, you got to have your stars, but you got to have your glue players. You know those those nitty gritty, you know guards and centers. You know the ones that nobody really talks about, the fullbacks. You know your punter that that has to get you out of a jam. You know your returner, your gunner. You know your first Andrew down Winger linebacker, guys. just those kind of guys. You know your nickel backer. You know just the glue. You got to have really good players. Well, you got to have a really good backup because if something goes wrong with that starter for whatever reason, he may not be able to fill the void all the way to the rim. He can get pretty darn close, and that's what you're hoping for. And good for him. I also feel like another really important part of a backup QB is being knowledgeable enough about the offense and being uh, being able to run it efficiently enough to where. Yeah. For the rest of the guys, it doesn't feel super different. No, no, different. yeah, no, you're confident with him. For for the running back, it's not very different. For the right. receivers, their timing and stuff doesn't right. change all that yep. much, like that type of stuff. Yep. If you watch Beathard on the sidelines, yep. that guy, I mean, that guy's head is down in that iPad oh, he's, the whole game. Listen, man, he's a weapon. He needs, especially when you have a young QB. You got to be con- you got to be that con- not that Trevor needs it, but you got to be that, you know, that, that, uh, you know, that confident, just, Stoic, right there. What do you need? I'm here to help you. What'd you see? You're not. It's no ego, right? You're not yeah. sitting there going, "Man, I hope you screw up so I get to start." That's got to be the. Although inside you may want that, you know, but you, you can never show that because everybody does want to start. I That's why, think. as much as, as much as the fans and my, myself included, loved Gardner Minshew. Yeah. It yeah. just I don't think it was gonna work for him to be here long term. No, 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 definitely. Even not. even if he, he himself is yeah. un is an unselfish guy and about the team, which I think he is, yep. he had built up to a little bit too much of a profile for himself. He was getting a little bit too much into the mania, I thought. Yeah, and it was in my like, opinion. And even and I'm saying like even full benefit of the doubt, let's say yep. let's say he's not that way at all. Yeah. There's too much around it anyways. Yeah, right. You know? Right. There's too much kind and any moment that Trevor was gonna struggle those murmurs were going to start. Yeah. And especially that first year when Trevor didn't play very well. No, right. You needed that rock no, and backup I know. that he yep. could lean on like well, and here's, was. I will say, that, and I don't know Gardner uh, personally, but he wants that starting job in Indy. He of course ain't going to sit there and just let AR take it. And he should want it. Uh, damn right. And if I'm him, I'm fighting tooth and nail for it. You know, And he may be the better fit early on. You don't know. You know, you're hearing stories down in Houston. C.J. Stroud's way ahead of the pack. Well, that's that's great. Ahead of David Mills taking first team reps, he's your first round pick. You should. I don't think. I don't know if you'll see that in Indy with A.R. right off the bat. I'd be shocked if he starts Week One. 
Uh, he'll play week one, but I don't. I don't know. I. I, I would. Th- I, it depends if Gardner. If Gardner plays well, I think he'll have a chance to start week one. If he doesn't play well, then yeah, AR will be the starter. But I'll tell you, they'll have a package for AR. I'll tell you, as a Jags fan, yeah, I'd much rather AR start. Oh yeah, week one. Yeah, I mean Mi- Minshew, a motivated Minshew against his former team. No, I know and we he can play. He listen, you 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 pull up, and we're all stat people now, right? Now we say stats don't always tell the story. They tell part of the story, but you go look up. Go look up Gardner's stats. You're like, pretty darn good stats overall. You know, so, uh, but, uh, yeah, that's going to be a big one. We'll see how that shakes out. Uh, I do want to wrap it up with this. I've got to, uh, I don't really like putting this out there, but my mother fell again, and she's in the hospital. She's doing okay. She's stable. I went and saw her yesterday. Just not not pretty. I, I feel so bad and sad. You know, she's 92. It's just, but anyway, she's. We got her heading in the right direction. She's going to be fine, but I'm going to go over there and, and see her and say hello. But I did want to end this show uh, with uh, talking about the Times Union strike. Now, I'm not a writer with the Times Union, of course, but I, uh, I'd i seen that they, they went on strike. The union went on strike. Uh, look, he, those writers, they do a great job. I, I may give them grief here and there. But the Gary Smiths of the world, the Eugene Fermets, Demetrius Harveys, they're 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 really good writers. I know from a sports perspective, I don't read, you know, the the political stuff. I see it on occasion with Nate Monroe and things like that. But overall, they they do a good job over there. So I'm hoping you guys get you can work it out. I know that people have donated money to help you know support, uh, you know, your uh, your while you're you're out of work, I guess. But I hope that gets resolved quick. Nobody wants to be out of a job when you got a job that you really like doing. I know uh, the ones I mentioned, I know you really enjoy writing, you know, sports, whatever, Jacksonville. It means a lot to you. So I, I do hope that that ends quickly, um, you know, here in Jacksonville and, and, and not let that linger on. You know, be fair. I don't know what fair is, but be fair. I don't I don't even know the deal. So I'm not going to get into the that side of it because I don't know, you know, how underpaid or how, you know, under, you know, appreciated they are but it sounds like they are so hopefully you can find some common ground and and get these great writers uh back to doing what they love doing and demetrius that, is a 1010 xl regular oh uh, he's awesome they're all i've known gene for a long time i've known gary for a long time gary and i've had our, our moments you know here and there but i love him he's great he does a great job they they're just you know doing their job and, and giving their best effort so hopefully it all all comes together all right dad bots tonight baby come on out enjoy it and uh, we look, we play 70s, 80s, 90s rock and roll. Uh, we just switch up. Why, man, my ADD is terrible. What, what's going to be our oh, – oh, push. We're going to do push from uh, Matchbox 20 to start. But then we get right into it, and we're doing – ain't talking about love. We're talking uh, – we got some new ones. Fat Bottom Girls is coming. Any way you want it. Little Pearl Jam. Just let it rip. That's what I say. Close my eyes and – let it rip. That's why I wear shades. But I hope to see you out there at the Island Wing Company in Bartram Park. I'll also, uh, look, I'm going to be at the OTAs Monday. So looking forward to that and seeing our Jags and seeing our coaches and whatnot. I'll talk about it on Tuesday when I come back. 
uh, here to the 1010XL studios. Of course, we want to thank Chris Lucero, Bail Bonds, formerly AA Bail Bonds in St. Augustine. He's got an office in Clay County. He can help you anywhere. Make sure you call uh, 904-822-BAIL, the number one name in the bail game. Of course, J-Dog Junk Removal, they remove more than just what you're thinking. They they will take care of whatever you need in that service. You need something move, whether it's you know big, heavy stuff or just stuff you're not using, you just want it out of They'll take care of it for you. They're right here in Jacksville. They're veteran-owned. They're great guys, great people, and they do what they say. So great to have them on board. Of course, the Carpet Man and 1010XL for having me here in the 1010XL studio. So until next time, stay safe out there and be cool. We'll see you right here. I'll catch you up with Tommy Mac on 1010XL's podcast platform. All right. Be cool. Peace. Madrid to Calabasas, Tijuana, Mexico, who the devil's in Tokyo, say they know me.